the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible. I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. Welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me on this Wednesday afternoon. Here's my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Did you watch the State of the Union address last night. I did. I did. No no apologies. I've got a lot of people on Facebook. I didn't watch. I don't want to hear what he's saying. He's just going to lie to us anyway. I don't want to watch. Well, that's your choice. Um, I disagree with almost everything this president believes and does, but he's still the president. I want to know what he's doing. I want to know what he has to say. I I uh, can't put my head in the sand and pretend that he's not the president. He is. Uh, I have some very strong feelings about this speech. Uh, you may as well. Uh, we'll discuss that just a, a little bit later. All right? So I want to give you time to think and formulate your thoughts and then we'll open the phone lines, and I'll give you what I have, what I believe, what, what, how I responded, and I would love to hear from you. I will just say this. From a technical standpoint, I'm not talking about the content, whether he even told the truth. That's, you understand me, please. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about from a technical uh, point of what kind of a speech was it? You know, what kind of a speech was it? 
it was probably the best speech I've ever heard Joe Biden give. Uh, again, I, I'm, I'm not endorsing it. I'm not saying I agree with the content. I'm just saying, as far as the quality of the speech itself, probably the best speech I've ever heard him give. He stumbled and stammered quite a bit. Have you ever tried to read a teleprompter? I mean, seriously. Have you ever? It's hard. It is not easy to read a teleprompter. And he is an elderly man. Uh, so I don't, I, I'm not making a big deal out of the fact that he stammered and stammered quite a bit, mixed up his words. Uh, does that indicate mental deficiency? Possibly. I have serious concerns about his mental competency. I I do, and I have uh, mentioned that often. Um, but with that said, uh, it was probably the best speech I've ever heard him give. He's usually drones on and on and on, has no enthusiasm, no real inflection in his voice. Uh, somebody coached him pretty well. And uh, his and, and of course, you know, Joe Biden didn't write one word of that speech. You know that, right? He did not sit down at a computer, at a keyboard, and write out a single word of that speech. Not one word. But the same is true of every speech that Donald Trump gave. Uh, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, they have speechwriters. They have a whole team of speechwriters. The president gave them bullet points. Here's what I want you to cover. Uh, here's what I want. Here's what I want to say. You put it. He uh, he has some good speechwriters. There's no doubt about it. Did I believe what he had to say? Very little. Did he blatantly twist truth? Oh, my goodness. Oh, did he ever twist truth? And I've got the facts. I've got these statistics uh, that we'll get to later. But anyway, uh, a little later on, I want to hear your thoughts. Did you watch? And I hope you did. Again, he's the president. Why wouldn't we watch? Um. So anyway, I'll uh, open the phones a little later, and I'd love to hear what you had to what you have to say about the uh, the speech last night. <laughs> Talk about stumbling and stammering. Uh, I said in the tease before we actually went on the air that there is a new war, and uh, it's not just in Ukraine. There is a growing movement across America. There are so many discouraging things in America today. There are so many discouraging things in the world today. Uh, When we get to Ukraine, and we will, um, this is getting very close to home for me, this Ukraine situation. Um. Came across an article today by a well-respected international specialist who said very blatantly, if Ukraine falls, 
The very next country will be Moldova. And I, my, a good part of my heart is in the country of Moldova. I've been there over 20 times. I've seen thousands of teenagers come to Christ at youth camps. I've spoken at Bible conferences, pastors' conferences, discipleship conferences. Uh, I, I, have, I, I just have a special love for the country and the people of Moldova. If Ukraine falls... Moldova will be next, and they will not be able to put up one bit of resistance. They don't have the manpower. They don't have the army. The, the, the Russians will just walk in and easily take over that country that I love, and the people that I have met and friends that I have made will be under the autocratic Russian rule of Vladimir Putin. And I'll bring you up to date on that as well. A dear friend of mine is actually on his way to Moldova right now as we speak. He's going to be traveling overland into Moldova to do—this is an American—trying to do what he can to help with refugees from Ukraine. And I asked him, do you know what— could very well happen to Moldova while you are there. Do you realize you could be attacked? Do you realize you could be in the, right in the middle of a war zone? Yeah, this is what God's called me to do. And uh, he and his wife are uh, headed to Moldova right right now as as we speak. All right, what? Pardon me for um, chasing a rabbit there. The war that I was talking about, other than Ukraine, is a war that parents are beginning to wage across America to take back public schools. And it's a war. Now, it's not being fought with, with bullets and missiles. It's being fought with facts, truth, and parents actually getting involved in their children's education. I'll, uh, I'll pick that up when we come back from this break. It's one of the really good things. Aren't many good things going on right now in America, but this is a good thing. And you can get involved, especially if you have children in the public schools. You're listening to Bobberty Live. We'll take a quick break and we will be back. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. The entire world is watching the war on Ukraine. But there is another war being waged, and that is by parents across America. It is a growing movement. Uh, The majority? No, 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 not yet. But one of the good things that came out of COVID, not many good things came out of COVID, but here is one of the good things. 
For years and years and years, and forgive me for being repetitious, I've said this many times, but it bears repeating. For many, many years, American parents just trusted the education system, the public education system. They sent their kids off to school, and they trusted the professionals. They just trusted. They didn't ask questions. They didn't get involved. Oh, they went to... (laughs) Uh, they they may have gone to a parent-teacher meeting and saw the cute little pictures that were plastered on the wall and, and uh, you know, the little essays that the kids wrote and they sat in their seat and, and uh, you know, that kind of thing. But they really didn't ask any questions about what their kids were actually being taught because they were told, let the professionals do it. We went to school, we went to college, we went to university to, be, to become a teacher. We are the professionals, just trust us. And parents did. And over the last two or three decades, particularly, the public education system in America has shifted farther and farther and farther to the left. It would be completely, absolutely predictable because where do the overwhelming majority of public school teachers come from? Secular universities. And what do we know about secular universities? Almost all of them are far, far, far left. Who represents America's teachers? The teachers' unions. What do we know about the teachers' unions? Some of the farthest left unions in America. So it's absolutely predictable that the teachers in our public schools would lean, 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 lean far to the left. The curriculum would lean to the left. The philosophy of education would lean to the left. So it's not surprising at all. Parents didn't know what was going on. When COVID hit and schools were shut down and we did distance learning and kids were sitting at home behind a computer or a tablet and parents were watching over their shoulder and they were seeing inside the classroom for the very first time in real time what their kids were being taught. And parents all over America were shocked. Particularly conservative parents, but liberals as well. That's what my child is being taught? This is what they're discussing in the classroom? This is what the teachers are saying? This is what they're saying about America, our history, our past, morality, sexuality, gender? And parents began saying, whoa, 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 time out. This is not what I thought was happening in the classroom. This is not what I want my child being taught. And so they began showing up at school board meetings. They began asking questions. They began looking over the curriculum. They began demanding, hey, we want to see a copy of the curriculum. We want to actually see the curriculum 
that our children are being taught. And at first, the educators said, well, <laughs> no, 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 no we, can't, no, no, we can't do that. You see, uh, we have uh, privacy concerns. And parents go, what do you mean privacy concerns? You don't have privacy concerns. This is what you're teaching my child. You have no right to privacy to hide from me what you are teaching to my child. And school boards and teachers started getting defensive. They contacted the White House. Remember that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They contacted the White House. These parents are becoming like domestic terrorists. You need to start investigating them. And the White House orders the FBI. You need to start investigating these parents because they're like domestic terrorists. And when those parents, when those parents who were beginning to get involved heard that the government of the United States was referring to them as domestic terrorists, well, that caused them to be even more concerned. The uh, National Association of School Boards had to uh, backtrack and say, well, well we, we didn't really mean domestic terror. No, no, we didn't. Now, the White House never backed out or backtracked. Never did. The White House never did. But anyway, this movement is continuing. But there's something else happening in the movement. Kids are being pulled out of public schools by the hundreds of thousands all across America. And they're going to homeschooling. They're going to Christian schooling. And either way, it is a good move. Parents are, parents are fighting back. I always like to find the bright side of any situation. And um, if we can find anything good that came out of COVID, this awareness, this enlightenment of America's parents is something that we can all be very, very thankful for. And I hope it energizes more and more and more parents to get involved. All right, quick break. Bob Bernie Live will continue. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.